Welcome to the Digital Grind, where we talk digital and content marketing. My name's Joe. I'm in the studio today with David and Samad. Hello. What's up, guys? And we are talking SEO today. Yeah, we are. And in specific, uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, H1 tags. Right. Uh, you yeah. only have one H1 tag on each one of your pages or posts. So what is an H1 tag, Samad? So there's, well, I mean, before even going into an H1 tag specifically, there's a couple of different tags. There's H1, there's H2s. Okay. There's H3s. Very cool. And there's H4s. Fascinating. And what uh, what, what are those and what, <laughs> what, yeah, why do we need those? Yeah, so basically if you look at it from how you write a paper, the H1 tag's your title. Gotcha. You don't want to have more than one title on your page. Gotcha. And a lot of this, again, is common sense. Mm-hmm. But if you want to tag it in, in HTML in the code as an H1 tag because that will help classify that title for what Google's picking it up by. I see. And then the H2 is kind of like your subject line or your byline. Um, H3s and H4s are really more subcategories, subheaders, and bodies of text. So your body of text could be in an H4. And again, if you classify that in your code, so you should know a little bit of HTML to do this, but if you classify your different sections like that, then Google will know what to pick up when, and that will help you from an SEO standpoint. Because the second part is keywords. Mm-hmm. You got to have the right keywords, everything you're doing. Right, yeah. I had that down. I think, David, you said you wanted to say a few things about keywords. Specifically, you use the two words deep and wide for your keywords what did you mean i did so the more keywords you have on your website page the more google will pick it up and the more keywords you have the higher your um, site will be on if you search those keywords into google so you want what i mean by deep and wide is you want keywords um a lot of keywords in one page Um, so that'd be deep instead of just one keyword on the whole page you just fill it up um, naturally, of course, with a ton of the words. And then wide is all a bunch of other pages. So you're going deep with a lot of keywords on one page and having a lot of those pages um, so that Google picks it up even more. And just to clarify a little bit about what David just said, yeah. is you don't want to have just a whole bunch of keywords, like just barf up a whole bunch of keywords. Right. You do want to have one focus keyword, but you should be talking that focus keyword thoroughly Mm -hmm. with some supplementary keywords throughout so again yeah it's got to be organic it's got to be yeah you don't want just seo like if that's the keyword a million times on one page because that's not going to do anything no one's going to do anything with that anyway right so again be thorough in how you write it but always kind of go back to the focus keyword of that post Mm -hmm. because then you know, uh, the best way of really kind of testing how you're ranking on stuff is just by doing Google searches on what you think people will be looking for. Right. So, you know, if it's vendor management, just as an example, you know, that would be the keyword you would want in the page title, in the link title as mm-hmm. well. The link title is important because that's going to make it another link that has that word in it. So Google is going to automatically pick that up. Right. So 
that's the first piece. And then you obviously want that in your title because then Google is going to pick it up again because it's obviously something that's relevant. So your relevancy score with Google goes higher. And then if you have it in your text, you have multiple places with that, you know, a certain keyword. If you keep blogging, because it's all about consistency, it helps by, you know, kind of determining that you're the authority figure, you're the thought leader on that. And that's why Google will score you higher if you're talking the right keywords with the right frequency, which I think is our next item on that list. Yeah, the next, the next item on our list of uh, topics is um, frequency and what, what do you, why is frequency important? Um, because it's like homework. And when, when you're looking at it from a school perspective, right, the more you do your homework, typically, the more that stuff stays fresh in your head. And I guess that's one of the reasons why a teacher's assign us homework. So yeah, you know, like that's the same way you almost want to look at blogging mm-hmm. and content in general. Like the more you do it, the more thorough you are, the more you're going to be graded on that specific, you know, subject. So if you're a science teacher or you want to learn science and, you know, what you're going to do is you're going to do those exercises. You're going to do that homework. So you're good at it, what you're trying to learn. And then you can really almost, you know, mentor or teach other people that same subject. So kind of that same analogy, like if you talk you know, if you have a, you know, a, a blog where you're talking about content marketing or vendor management or juice and you specifically hit that keyword correctly that you want to be found by and you're using it by a frequency, now you have a multiple amount of pages that are all talking about juice mm-hmm. and that's going to help you with your ranking yeah. on the keyword of juice. Yeah, and that kind of goes back directly to what we were talking about on the last episode about yeah. podcasting. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and listen to it. Um, just podcasting and blogging, all that helps from a frequency perspective. Yeah, more content. Yeah, yeah. and mo- multiple places. It doesn't even right. have to be just on your website. Yeah, and it's that's what iTunes the wide part means of the deep and wide. Right. Thank you, David. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> deep and wide, trademark. And, and the, the final point that we have here just says content, content, content. Uh, and I think I can go on that. You just need to keep up with the content. You know, the more content you put out, the more people are going to, uh, see it. Um, and they're going to want to come back to it and continue listening to it. Right. Or looking at it or viewing it. And the more viewers you have, the, the better you're succeeding in with SEO. Usually that's for sure. The more listeners this podcast has, the more we will be succeeding. Um, yeah, so SEO in general should be kind of something that you're always kind of keeping on the top of your, on top of your list in terms of marketing techniques, because you can do paid marketing. You can do, you know, that, that includes Google AdWords and display ads and Facebook advertising and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. You obviously are doing, you know, referrals and, you know, networking, but as a business, SEO is pretty cost effective because you become that thought leader again. Mm-hmm. I know we just talked about that, but you become that thought leader on that specific subject that your business is all about. And you should be able to give away those tidbits, give away you know the right information so people see you as that thought leader and then they want to use you for your, you know, for whatever your services that you're offering. And 
search engine optimization, you know, again, it's just every it's just the way that we're wired now. We yeah. we look at Google, we we you know, we'll um we'll search for whatever it is, you know. Uh HVAC. Like and, and that's gonna be you know, you'll find the first person, you know, whoever's ranked the highest. That's pretty much who you're gonna call. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's the same way. Um you should definitely keep a budget on SEO and really kind of put together a, a thought, you know, or really a strategy on it. Know what those keywords are that you want to rank for. Kind of know who your competitors are um, because you can actually use a lot of different tools out there. Um, we have access to a lot of those tools, but if you uh, use these different tools, there's a couple like Moz, M-O-Z, and SEMrush, and a couple other guys that are out there. You can even use, use like Google's keyword planning tool with AdWords if you want to. But... If you're using SEMrush or Moz, you can see how you're ranking on specific keywords, and then you can see how your competitors are ranking on them. And then you can, you know, craft your plan to be using the keywords of your competitors, and it's almost then a mathematical problem, right? Like, it's it's an equation you got to solve. And you have more content, and you're using that same keyword that you're trying to rank for at a higher frequency, mm-hmm. now you're beating that competitor on, on search engine optimization. So Dang. it's, yeah, you know, if you boil it down, it's not that difficult. It's not rocket science, but a lot of people just don't have the time for it. And podcasting, like going back to, again, what you were just saying, David, like what our first episode is about, you know, helps with that because now you can take that audio and then turn it into a uh, written format. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to content, content, content. That's inbound methodology SEO. And all the old stuff, you see some old websites out there, they have like a footer with like every single town possible. <laughs> There's a couple companies that used to do this all the time. And like, let's just say you're a painting company. It says Bethesda painting, Rockville painting, Gaithersburg painting. Wow. It's literally got like 50 cities on the key, on the bottom. Yeah. That stuff is like the old way of doing SEO and it just doesn't work anymore. You got to have deep and wide content. Yes. Thank you for using that. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening to this week of the Digital Grind, and we will be back next week. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks, Ahmad. Yep. See you guys.